The world of philanthropy has a blind spot. Philanthropy is about directing financial resources to help people, but is it helping all people? Just 7% of philanthropic dollars go to rural America. I think much of national philanthropy knows that it should do better by rural America. Welcome to Funding Rural, a show about how philanthropy can better serve rural and indigenous communities to spark systemic change. I'm Erin Borla. I grew up in rural Oregon. I showed horses and pigs in the local 4-H club and spent weekends volunteering at the local rodeo. Now I have the honor of supporting my family's legacy by serving as the director of the Roundhouse Foundation. We're based on a working ranch in the small town of Sisters, Oregon. My mother, an artist and creative thinker, is the real brains behind this operation. And our strength comes from my grandmother, her mother, Gert Boyle. Gert and her family immigrated to the U.S. from Nazi-occupied Germany in 1937. You may know her as One Tough Mother, longtime president and chair of Columbia Sportswear. Rural and indigenous communities are Roundhouse Foundation's top priority and the core focus of our philanthropic work. But over the years, I've noticed that that's not the norm in the philanthropic world. I often find myself sitting on panels or attending philanthropic gatherings and conferences where I'm the only one in the room who's ever mucked a stall or lived in a small town. It makes me wonder how philanthropy lost its connection with the rural parts of the country, where our food comes from, where our energy comes from, and really what I see as the heart and soul of America. So I started asking questions and talking to the smartest and most passionate people I could find from all sides of the philanthropic world. Because what happens in rural America matters. Rural communities are engaging every day with the lands and oceans that we want to protect from climate change. It is absolutely is true that they know those spaces better than the people sitting in D.C. or New York or Boston or L.A. I think we have forgotten how to build relationships, what it means as a funder to get out from behind our desk, to unload pallets at the food bank or get a shovel in the dirt, to talk with people about the passion and love they have for their communities and their neighbors. I think our society is, is broken in that we've forgotten to see one another as human beings and we have put people in boxes. There are so many ways that funders can do a better job supporting rural communities because the issues that are important to funders in bigger cities are also unfolding in small towns. The word divide is used a lot, but the more we look at things, we realize that core urban issues are often core rural issues. In our foundation's work, when we say rural, that means reservation and tribal sovereign nations too. I've seen a similar gap between philanthropy and indigenous communities. Just 0.4%, that's 0.4% of philanthropic dollars nationally goes to indigenous-led or indigenous-serving programs. And what that means to me is missed opportunities to support good work in communities that have long been disenfranchised and overlooked. It's all built on trust. It's all built on relationships. And trust is very, very easy to lose and very, very hard to gain. Many of us may never hear about the amazing things happening in indigenous and rural communities because we're not asking questions or we've developed our own narrative about what and who is worthy. If you show up and you ask questions differently or if you ask the questions and then you pause to listen for an answer that might be different than what you're expecting, you might learn a lot that day. 
I know incredible things can happen when funders broaden their scope, get outside their comfort zones, and simply show up and listen. That's what I've been trying to do, and I hope you'll join me. You can listen to Funding Rural wherever you get your podcasts.